Welcome you to another episode of No Ordinary Church Girl, candid conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. I am your host, Cole Phillips, trying to make your Monday far from ordinary. So let's get into it, shall we? So, Italian uh, Stallion, how was your week last week, man? Just for all of you who are listening and do not know who the Italian Stallion is, he is my producer. And so uh, I'm going to welcome you to his voice because he's going to talk to me today. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Miss Cole? How First you doing of all, today? no, no, wait, wait. <laughs> I want, you can't be coming on here. <laughs> like, stop it right now. <laughs> all this heavy breathing. Okay, last week, for those of you, see, see, What's wrong see, with that? see, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, last week, I already talked about okay. the whole promiscuity, and I'm I trying apologize. to live promise filled pure you know you can't be the temptation because okay let me just tell you ladies and for you guys uh he's a handsome dude okay uh yeah that's all i'm gonna leave it at that like he, he's we've been rocking together what 10 years now a little I over think. 10 years i believe yeah. yeah it's a little over 10 years this is my dude i call him an italian stallion because he is he has some italian blood in him and he's fine he's a stallion you know shout out to his girl so for those who he is not single, so let me not let me not get in trouble. So I'm gonna be quiet. We're gonna move on. So how was your week last week? It was good. It was it was uh, productive. That's, productive. That is my goal for every single day and every single week. I is like productivity. it. Productivity. But I, like I do it. have something to say. Please. Have you ever just had a point in your day where you just realize you don't like people at that moment? <laughs> I mean, really. So I was at the gym, right, and. I'm in my car, you know, I'm listening to a podcast, I'm listening to some music, and I'm quiet, because I yeah. like, to, sometimes in my car, I like to reflect, so yeah. I think. I'm the same way. Because, you know, I, sometimes I sit in silence, Yeah. and yeah. I just like to reflect and let my mind just kind of decompress, and right. I get to the gym, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to hit the weights, right. you know, I'm ready to get kind of some frustration out, you know, ready to get some of this stress out, Yeah. Yeah. and then about 17 people come up and talk to me. <laughs> he says 17. So when I first walk in the door, this guy, he's as sweet as can be. Yeah. Love him to death. But I, he didn't really have the social skills that you would say are <laughs> of uh, correct nature. Right? <laughs> oh, so, boy. Was he in your personal space? He was too close. Uh, just got a little bit, you know. <laughs> but it, it, the biggest thing for me, it's like if I come in and I look angry, right? just don't talk to me. Why do I have – why can't I – it's like, you know, because I talk to a lot of people. Everyone yeah. talks to me. And, you know, it's just yeah. you and I are very, very it's similar it's with the, the charismatic thing. Yeah. It's the nature of our business. And I'm so glad you said that. That's totally a lead into yeah. later. But anyway. Oh, my yeah, goodness. You, there it is. Go ahead. shadow. There it is. You're prophetic and you didn't know <laughs> That's it. That's right. Man, <laughs> look at me. But, but it's like, uh, why do I have to have that button? Why can't I have, like, mm -hmm. I wish we had, like, a little virtual sign above my head that says, don't talk to me. Yeah. Or off. Yeah. And even with headphones, I've tried that before. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's like he's 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 one step from just moving the headphones <laughs> off my ear. And I don't know. It makes me sound kind of jerky, but I don't want to sound jerky. Right. But sometimes I just don't want to talk to people. I talk to people all day long and I just want to go in the gym 
be in my mind, lift my weights, and walk out without having to open my mouth. I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing at you because <laughs> I totally get it. <laughs> I remember saying, it's probably been a month ago now, I said, I don't I don't like people right now. I just don't like them. I, yeah. Right? So you didn't want to talk. I had a moment where I just, I don't, I don't like y'all. I just, I don't. And I love to all the listeners, look, I love y'all. I do. But there are days you do. You just want to be left alone. You need that space, that that personal time. It right? actually kind of came out sideways a little bit, too, because a guy, <laughs> I set up a bench for myself. I was on lift weights on the bench. I went to go yeah. grab my weights, and the yeah. guy was on my bench. Yeah. And I threw the weights on the ground, and I was like, why is the guy on my bench? <laughs> I mean, I was, it may have just been my my mood that day as it well. Was, you know, a little, a little but day. I was very angry that that man wanted to lift weights on the bench that I just set up. I felt like I just set up he a invaded. dinner table. Right. And, just and came, he just started came eating eat. my food. I got you. Like he sat at my plate. Right. Not the guest's plate. Right. He took the big piece of chicken. He did at the head of the table. <laughs> right. And just started just noshing on it right. in my face. And I couldn't take it. <laughs> anyway, so that was my little thing from last week. Yeah. And I feel like just sometimes I need a, a shirt that I yeah. need to wear, a hat that says, Don't talk to me. I don't like people today. And I apologize. <laughs> I'll put it on the back. I apologize. Yeah, put it on the back. I so apologize. when I walk off, when yeah. they say something to me, yeah, you're like, hey, hey, oh, oh, I understand. I just, just saw the back you of your turn. shirt. You just and turn. I just turn around. Yeah, there, there it is. Yeah, without being as rude as, yeah. you know. Yeah. I think that'd be nice. Yeah. So so here's a good one for you, since okay. you, you are the Italian stallion. What did you do for black people on MLK Day? Wow. <laughs> what uh yeah 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 wow um you know what's you know what's you know what's funny and, and here's here's you know what's funny that i said that because you know for some of my not black african-american friends um it's not for black people day that that really was a joke and i just had to do it because i it just felt fun to do but she thought that is, she terrorized is, a white person day i did that's I, what today is. i did you know but you know what you know what's funny is i did do something i don't wouldn't say it's for black people because that, that would be strange that yeah i just you know yeah. wake up in the morning you know what it's time to do something i gotta do something good for, for a black, black person, person. Yeah, right yeah. right no <laughs> but you know what's crazy is that i did um because i also i have a recording studio mm-hmm. and i was producing a song and and we were trying to figure out something to put in this um, in, in this really kind of a deep song that this artist was working on. Yeah. So I took the I Have a Dream speech, oh, which is interesting. I like it. I know. I took the I Have a Dream speech and I kind of distorted it in a way to where it's... I don't, I don't a, like where this is going. You can't, no, it's, you, can't, you can't distort it. But I did it in a way uh-huh. where it's the the exact cadence was you could hear every single thing uh-huh. that MLK was saying. Okay. And it was really cool because it was an undertone in this song, mm-hmm. and it was a really uh, it was kind of a song about um, about uh, dreams coming true, about life, okay. about kind of an okay. uprise, and it was really cool. So I did incorporate that into my Monday. Just well, uh, well, know. all right. You had me a little scared. So, I, I, there we I, go. I was a little concerned when you, you said tried you distorted. I, I'm just saying, you know, distorted you said you distorded the MLK speech. You got to be careful. I don't want no black people coming to want to choke the you. The tone you know? only. Mm-hmm. Easy. <laughs> okay. Easy. You, okay. Tried to stump, you tried to stump the white guy day. But look, how about. You failed. I did. And guess what? <laughs> guess the black person, did she do anything for MLK? Uh, No. Mm. Yeah, but mm. but but here's in in my defense, I have been working from sunup to sundown, and I do mean literally, and and it's really not a defense, but um, I, I did uh, honor him on Instagram like everybody else. That sounds really bad now that I hear that out loud. Way to conform. 
yeah. way to just follow suit. Yeah, this is all tying into today's topic. You're so okay, good. prophetic. Uh, you're yeah, welcome. I, yeah. All the listeners yeah, gonna, out I'm there, gonna, you're welcome as I'm well. I'm going to be quiet now because I feel like I am, yeah, I'm not representing my people well. Well, you know that being quiet now would kind of be counterproductive to a podcast, so... Okay, so let's talk about the kids. And, 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 okay. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay. So uh, <laughs> they did do something during the MLK weekend, okay. if you will, because there was a lot of activity. They, they partied. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about the fact that my sons have more of a social life than I do. You know, again, going back to the very first episode, I think I said I was single and looking to mate, right? You know, I mean, being very clear, I want to be married again. Um, yeah. I think my sons are going to be married before I I will again. That's kind of sad. And it's, it's okay. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't. My son is about to have a year anniversary with his little seventh grade <laughs> girlfriend, and that's flipping me out. You know, I don't. I don't really know. Ugh, I could go on a tangent with that, but but let me say this: my son, my youngest, my twelve year old, right? He went to an all girl party. Now, here's the thing. I didn't know. I like that guy. He's yeah, smart. That's, you know, that's smart. You're not helping. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the odds are way better you're at not an all-girl party. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but here's the thing that tripped me out. So he told me the girl's name was Jesse. Didn't click that it's a girl. I heard Jesse. He's a boy. He's like, hey, can I go to Jesse's party? Right? I got the invitation from the mom again. Didn't even know that you know, the text message didn't say anything. She, nothing that says it was a girl. We get to Altitude Trampoline Park, for those of you who don't know what that is. We get there. I see all these girls and I'm thinking, ah, it's okay. I'm sure there's some boys here and no, there's, there's no boys. He's the only boy. And I said, and she's, well, the mom says, I hope that's okay. Is is he going to be okay? Why is my son grinning from ear to ear? I'm good. <laughs> I was like, we have a problem. I, I, is this like a prelude to what is coming to my life when he really starts like dating? Cause I'm concerned. I'm, I, I don't know how I feel about that. And then the other one, my 14 year old, Hey mom, let me go to the core, which is like a rec center, right? right. Where I live. And, uh, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, me and the guys are going to play some ball. <sighs> Again. <laughs> and what am I doing? I'm working. The phone ain't going off. I ain't getting no invitations to do nothing. I tried to go eat at a place that I really enjoy. How about they had a private event? So I couldn't even eat because they shut the whole place down for whoever bought the place out for the day. I'm like, really? Really? Can I get, can, can? I just, I wasn't happy. Okay. So they then. They grow way too fast. Ah. And then now my oldest is taller than me, and he's really loving that. Hey, Mom, I can see on top of your head. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> guess what? I can still punch you in your chest. <laughs> you know, so what do you want to do? Just right. cripple the kid. See, that's, that's angry black woman talk for in okay. case you didn't know that. You, you may not know that. You know what's that's crazy? Real quick. I, Go ahead. This is funny. Yeah, please. Well, it ended up being funny. So my son, I've, I've <laughs> got a lower voice, you know. No, really? And, and my son... You know, he's starting to mature. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the crack in his voice, you know, you know yeah, all that stuff, which is which is great. But sometimes it's the real deep voice that comes out. Oh, yeah, I've, I've had that. So I call my girlfriend one day, and she's with him. And so <coughs> I'm calling. I'm, I'm looking to you. I'm I like, hey, what do you guys want going. for dinner? Yeah. You know, what's going on? And this man answers the phone <laughs> with this deep voice instantly. Go You're to like that. Angry. I was right in that. I don't yeah. like people mode, and someone just stole my bench, <laughs> right, or my plate of food, right, right, right. Because right, right. I was like, I was looking for my girl's voice. She's got a sweet little hello, 
Oh. Yeah, she does. Right? Yeah, you know, she she's, does. she's a kindergarten teacher, and she she's sounds awesome. like she would be a kindergarten teacher. I mean, she you look at her, you see her personality, yeah. and it's like, oh, I bet you teach kindergarten. Oh, I do. I, I do. I could have. Yeah. You might as well write it on your forehead. So this man <laughs> answers the phone. All right. Hello? I'm like, instantly my heart dropped, and I was like, oh, man. She left me. What do I do? <laughs> you know? <laughs> she's but, cheating on me. And I was like, man. <laughs> not only is she cheating on me, but this man's got a rival voice. <laughs> like, like it sounds like it sounds a bigger like he's gentleman. Huge, right? And it's like me. You know, I'm kind of a big guy myself, and right. I'm like, what well, is this? A what if I can't take him? That's right. the first thought. I'm like, what? What do I do now? But he's like, hey, dad, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> it instantly. I mean, I, I was relieved, but it was right. very, very scary. Was it uncomfortable? I mean, I'm hearing uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm hearing the deepness in in my oldest, and yeah, I'm realizing he's not my baby no more. He's not. No. I know, but I know you guys are like tired of hearing about our our week. So, all right, I'm 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 done talking about that. Thank God that's over. Whatever, I could keep going, but I'm all right. You know, watch it, little person. <laughs> but we were talking about charisma, and as you heard, me and the Italian stallion, he's he doesn't know it. He's a prophetic. I'm gonna get that boy. I'm gonna show him. He's an apostle. No, let me quit. But um, talking about charisma, right? And because we are approaching. The month of love. That's right, folks. February is upon us, and I want to properly prepare you for your dating life or whatever you're doing. It could not even be dating. It just be, could be connecting with people, right? And so to to the topic today is uh, the charisma trap. And there is a trap, and it's called the charisma trap. Let, let me help you. So as we're approaching the month of February, right? You guys know what time it is. Valentine's Day, uh, engagements, the weddings, babies being conceived. Yes, I said babies being conceived. And how do I know? My youngest was conceived in February. Don't ask me how I know to the letter. It's not important. But just know he was born there. And that's all I'm going to say. I know what I'm talking about. Okay? <laughs> and yeah, whatever. Even if it is TMI. I said it anyway. Uh, TMI. Okay, I already said that. Calm down. Whatever. <laughs> so in honor of this um, upcoming month, I want to do some pre-work, like I said, to uh, help those of you who are still out there searching. And even those of you who are currently involved with someone and you may need to identify if you are in a charisma trap. So if you know anything about me, look here. I like to do deep uh, what's the word I want to do? I I'll say research. We'll say it that way. I like to research words. I like to break them down and really start to get an idea of where we're going with things. So I want to define when I say charisma trap, but before I define it, let's look at some definitions of charisma and trap. So with charisma, Google, you guys know I love to uh, Google things, right? So Google says compelling attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. Then I looked at the Urban Dictionary because I'm black. Okay, so that's really not why. I just, just roll with it, okay? You guys know, I told you I'm humorous. I thought I was a comedian in a former life or should have been a comedian in a current life. Doesn't matter. Urban Dictionary, roll with me. It says, for charisma, to have an undescribed magnetism that consistently draws people closer. Usually it cannot be pinpointed or described. Okay, so that's charisma. Now let's look at the word trap. Again, Google says a trick by which someone is misled into acting contrary to their interests or intentions. Now, I didn't go any deeper than that because that was enough. So here's my definition of a charisma trap, taking those and uh, keeping those in mind, if you will. 
a misleading attractiveness and or charm that inspires one to be devoted to another that is contrary to one's interest and or intentions. I'm going to say that again. So charisma trap, a misleading attractiveness and or charm that inspires one to be devoted to another that is contrary to one's interest and or intentions, the charisma trap. So let's talk about what that looks like. Break it down a little bit. So when I say you are uh, charismatic, which I consider myself to be, first of all, and, and so does the Italian stallion. We both have, can say we're uh, charismatic or I can't see. This is this is what happens, y'all, when we start talking about demon type stuff. Not that I'm a demon, not that the Italian stallion's a demon. But the point is, I'm fumbling when we start talking about being deceptive because I told you I'm trying to live a pure life. I digress. But again, when you're charismatic <laughs> and I consider myself to be a charismatic person, um, I do have the characteristics of it. And so this is what it looks like. Um, typically, they're the guy or girl that is easily liked. Right. Um, they display confidence. Um, notice I said display. We'll get into that later because they may not have it, but they know how to display it. Uh, can be fluid and fit in wherever they are. Seem to be the person to know, right? Everybody knows this person. They seem to be the connector and, and just the person that can get you where you want to go, right? And they just generally know a lot of people. A charismatic person draws people to them. Now, you know that about them. They're easily liked. They, they know how to work a room. They command the stage, if you will. They're just they're fluid in how they flow with people and energy and, and, and spirits, if you will. Now, how they come for you. So this is the, the stages of the trap. How they come for you. They study you. Guys, I never realized a person who can get you into their trap, they will study you. They will learn you and they will learn you well. However, they need to research and figure you out. They will. This is why it's so important to have a certain character about yourself that is consistent. Get into that a little later. They learn your desires. They learn your values and they mirror your moves. They're a bit of a chameleon. OK, these are uh, charismatic people tend to be some of the best salesmen because once they read you and they know how to connect with you, boom, they got you. They know how to entice you. They know how to pull you into their world. Right now, here's how they convince you to do whatever it is or to come on their side or to connect with them or to be in a relationship with them, whatever it is. They present the story you told them. Here's what we do that many of us don't even recognize. And I recognize it when this happened to me. We tell on ourselves if I'm around you long enough and a, a charismatic trap type individual who, or who takes on trapping individuals by their charisma, if you will, um, they will listen very well. They talk less. They listen more because why? I'm studying you. I'm learning you. I'm learning how to mirror what you desire. So I'll start to tell my story about how I want to be married, about my sons, about my pursuits and my passions and my purpose, my mission in life, my friends. I'll just be spilling it out because you're listening and you're engaging with me. And you're making me feel like you care. Right. And so they are like all in and they learn your story and then they begin to woo you with your own words. So they're creating that like mind attraction because what you told me, I'm feeding it back to you. Something we do in sales often is this, you know, like you were saying, they'll show you something you said that you desire. And what do I do? I show you, you know, you said earlier that you wanted blah, blah, blah. And they'll paint that picture. And you're like, yeah, that's right. You remember. That's awesome. I feel so special. That's what charisma will get you. That's what happens when I study you and I begin to tell you what you told me. They create the atmosphere to comfort you. So they'll woo you with how they speak to you, creating security. I can trust you. I can be vulnerable with you. I can relax in, in your environment. I feel safe here. Poof, panties off. Okay, that was digress again. I had to say that because I thought about Martin. Y'all, look, 
Hey, no ordinary church girl. I told y'all, this is me, raw, real, unfiltered, in love. But I thought about Martin Lawrence's uh, You So Crazy, and he saw, he talked about how he created atmospheres. And if you remember the stand-up, <laughs> if you've ever seen it, if you haven't, I'm, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. But the point is, he talked about having a woman come to his house. He has the potpourri. He has the, you know, dim lights, the nice little, you know, candles. He's creating an environment to get what he wants, okay? The charisma trap. You following me? Okay. So again, they create the atmosphere to comfort you, create security. Then they defend you or speak highly of you to everyone they know. They'll take the risk. Why will they take the risk? Because they are still setting it up to work in their favor because they know you have something that they desire, something that will work well for their image, something that will get them to the next level. Again, trap. This is not someone who's looking to truly be with you. They're looking to uh, get what you have or pull value from what you have so that they can elevate. That's why I'm calling it a charisma trap. All right. And then they conform to your character. Notice I said conform to your character, meaning they try to be what you desire. And, and, and what that looks like is they present your preferred person. So I'm going to use myself as an example. You guys know this is no ordinary church girl. Yes, I attend church. Yes, I do tend to minister at my church from time to time. Yes, I take on leadership roles in various uh, capacities. Yes, I'm a single mom of two boys. Uh, yes, I'm a mover and shaker as it relates to my social life. So they will take on that world. They will present the character that, yes, I am of like morals and like mind as you. Because, again, I'm trying to pull you in to get what I want, right? Whatever that, whatever it is they desire out of you. So how do you de identify the trap? All right, so let's get into this. Number one, it moves really fast. If I'm going to trap you, I can't, I can't move slow in the pace and what I'm doing. Because if I move too slow, you're going to catch on. If I have too much of a delay, you're going to catch on. So the pace is crazy. And when the pace is moving too fast, this is when your spirit isn't settled. And I tell people all the time, you need to listen to your spirit when it's unsettled. This is where you slow things down, because as long as I'm moving fast enough, you can't catch me. Right. But if you slow it down and you start to pay attention to little things, you begin to see, wait a minute, this is what that is. Or this is why this was off, because you're slowing things down. So know that, number one, it moves real fast. That's the, the trap. It moves fast. Your spirit is unsettled because of the pace. It's not in a pace that works with who you are. This is where, when I say slow down, time. Now, my brother says this often, and it drives me nuts. Give time time. It used to drive me nuts. Let me say it that way. Now I realize that time kills what one can't remain consistent in. If it's in them, I don't care how long they're around you. It's in them. They will show it time and time again. If it's not of them or in them, they'll show it over time as well. This is why it's so important to slow it down. When you realize something is moving at a pace faster than you're comfortable with, and I mean not because this is something new that um, you're venturing into and you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I should do this, but it's right. You know the difference. Your spirit, again, is not unsettled. When your spirit is unsettled, there's a difference between being nervous and being unsettled as it relates to the direction you're moving in your life. You'll know it. And, and for those of you listening who know what I mean, you've been through situations where you're like, man, I, I knew it. And then versus when you were nervous, you did it. And you're like, oh, my God, that was awesome. I want to do it again. There is a difference. And so time kills what one can't remain consistent in. Know that. Slow it down. And they're easily moved by turmoil. Why? Because when you start shaking things up and you're not staying with the pace that they're on, it lets them know, oh, wait a minute, they might be catching on to me. Wait a minute. They might find out that I'm a fraud. And so then they get shook up and, and typically they'll bail quickly. 
before you before they allow you to point out I caught you right and so with all that said here's some word you guys know I got to give you some word to solidify all of this because again if I'm gonna tell you uh, what it is about being in a charisma trap or, or someone who's charismatic and trapping you into something that's not really of you then I want you to identify it from a principled place and so scripture time uh, Romans 12 and 2 this is the English standard translation do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect I want to go to the back half of that that by testing you may discern what is the will of God. Everything I just told you is a test. When you move too fast and you slow them down to test to see, okay, where are you really? Are you really in it to win it with me? Or are you in it to win it for yourself? Or are you in it to win it for something else? You're going to find out when your spirit is unsettled. It's saying test, prove, find out what this is. Give time the chance to show you what this is. This is. So this is where that good and acceptable and perfect starts to be shown by testing the spirit. Then James 1, 5 through 8, good word translation says, if any of you, excuse me, if any of you needs wisdom to know what you should do, you should ask God and he will, he will give it to you. God is generous to everyone and doesn't find fault with them. When you ask for something, don't have any doubts. A person who has doubts is like a wave that is blown by the wind and tossed by the sea. A person who has doubts shouldn't expect to receive anything from the Lord. A person who has doubts is thinking about two different things at the same time and can't make up his mind about anything. That was a lot, but let me just break it down real simple for you. When you have a double-minded individual, double-minded individual doesn't know which way to go because they're not rooted in who they really are. They're just going with whatever's going to work to get them to the next level. Can I tell you that if you conform as the, the first scripture I gave you, uh, Romans 12 and 2, when you continue to conform to someone else, when you continue to conform into something that you are not, over time, all you're doing is creating this constant battle of do I do this or do I do that? Do I do this or do I do that? And being in that place puts you in so much turmoil and so much uneasiness and stress and strain because you're not being true to who you really are. And so when you think about someone who's putting you in this state of like confusion and please know where there is confusion, there is a crack in character. If someone can't be consistent and they keep confusing you about their intent there is a crack in the character. You're dealing with charisma, not character. And so hopefully those two scriptures um, helped solidify in terms of pulling what uh, we talked about or what I talked about rather uh, earlier. Now, fam, I want to leave you with these four things to keep in mind. Now, I said a lot. And so I like to break things down and make them very simple to help you uh, remember this as best you can. So um, four things, biblically four is the number of creation. And so I want to help you create a new narrative and how you connect with others. And again, we're in the month of love. We're coming up on the month of love rather. And so I want to make sure you're prepared. And honestly, this works, whether you're talking relationships from an intimate level, dating, marriage, what have you, or in your business lives, right? So personal and professional, use these in both, both sides, guys. Don't, don't be one-sided with this because the charisma trap happens in all ways. So I want you to remember this acronym, MMT, Mary, 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 Tom. That's all I could think of. <laughs> MMT. What does it stand for? Mission, morals, message, and time. This tells you who they really are. Mission. What is their intent? Why do they approach you? Why are they here? What do they want? Right? Everyone has an, a mission in life and what they're trying to do. And they connect and network with individuals for that purpose. So uh, the goal is to create a win-win, a right? Not be one-sided. So what is their mission? What is their intent? 
They have one. Identify it quickly. Then the message is what they are telling you consistent with what they show you. Bounce those words up against those actions. You've heard that. Words and actions when they align, time will show you if it's real. Next is morals. What is the moral compass in which they follow? In other words, what determines what's right or wrong in their lives? For me, I'm a principled woman. I tell you all the time, I live out the principles of God's word. I'm not perfect. I know I'm not, but I believe I serve a perfect God. With that said, that's what I bounce my morals up against. Am I living in a principled way? How do I do it? I go by the word of God. What's theirs? Is it just, hey, whatever works, whatever works, it is what it is. Um, it don't always work for me. No, no judgment, but I know what works for me and it might create chaos in my world, confusion in my world. So know their morals, what are their values, what are they about? And then time. I said earlier, my big brother gave me this. Give time, time. Time will always show you what is and what is not. Let it do its perfect work. It never fails. And so fam, at the end of the day, we're approaching the month of love. And at the end of the day, uh, I say, uh, if you didn't notice, at the end of the day, it's like my favorite phrase. I don't, I don't know why. I just, it is. That and I believe you. But I digress. <laughs> but we are approaching um, the month of love. And for you single folks, I, I heard a girlfriend, she calls it single awareness day for Valentine's Day. I'm like, come on, don't do that. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But no matter where you are in life, when it comes to connecting with individuals, building relationships, be consistent in your character. Look for the same in others. And I believe the charisma trap you will not fall into, at least not so easily. Right. So, fam, that's my time for now. I hope you were able to pull some valuable nuggets out of today's episode in preparation for the month of love and beyond. And listen, the conversation doesn't have to stop here. Remember, you can hit me up with questions and or comments by dropping it in my DM on Facebook at Cole Phillips or on Instagram at No Ordinary Church Girl. Who knows? You may be my comment choice to bring up during the next episode. And don't forget to follow uh, the No Ordinary Church Girl Instagram page where behind the scenes and after the show videos and pics can be found. You never know what you'll see hanging out with me, guys. Until next time, may your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. Much love, family.